from coast to coast and around the world, this is Kaleidoscope, America's most exciting radio magazine. Stay tuned for more. Welcome to Facts and Figures City Watch at a City Watch on the air. We thank you so much for joining us. We are here with Chris Jackson of Lionshare. Talk to you a little bit about investing and some other things, and we'll do that right after this. Another great place to use Visa. They say that on the Champs Elysees in Paris. The brioche are so delicate and the pan au chocolat so delicious, you'd almost think you were at Pike Place Market in Seattle, where you'll find Le Panier, one of the finest French bakeries around. But if you want a taste of Le Panier's world-class casse-croute, bring a discerning palate and your visa card. Because at Le Panier, they take baking to an art, but they don't take American Express. Visa, it's everywhere you want to be. Hello and welcome back to City Watch on the Air. We are with Chris Jackson, who is with Lion's Share. He's been doing some great things in the last five years or so with this, and uh, we're going to have him tell us a little bit about it. Uh, Chris, tell me about Lion's Share and tell me about how uh, you put it together. Absolutely, Michael. So uh, Lion's Share Partners is a boutique uh, Southern California financial planning firm. Um, we help families, uh, retirees, small business owners, uh, corporate executives kind of navigate the complicated landscape of, uh, of their personal finance. Um, I've been in the, in the uh, personal finance field the last 10 years roughly. Uh, started out with that Churchill Management Group, uh, well-renowned uh, investment management firm that's been around since the 60s. Uh, and uh, worked my way up. I was someone who was uh, traditionally placed uh, in the uh, in the investment and management company through school, MBA, to academics. I was actually a, a theater major uh, with dreams of being a producer for SNL and through the recession. Uh, found myself you know, scrambling for for employment, and uh, much like the, the movie Pursuit of Happiness, uh, kind of fought my way up the ranks, um, and Churchill was able to move from there and eventually launch my own business line share partners. So it's been a wild ride and, and uh, something that kind of gives me a, a different take on life and a different take on 
uh, on, on work with, with people uh, in, in personal finance that they're, they're accustomed to. Um, but, uh, you know, my goal is to uh, build this firm into one where I can represent, you know, we've got you know, 75 to 150 clients uh, and households. Uh, and it's allowed me to, uh, you know, maintain uh, a good lifestyle balance uh, and be able to assist with my uh, charitable foundation of Hero Zero. Well, you, you talked about it being a bit of a of a wild ride. How do you, how did you make the turn from uh, the theater arts uh, into finance? Was that something that you just uh, looked at one day and said, "Gee, I could do well over here," and started heading in that direction, or how did that come about? <laughs> I, I wish it was that easy. Uh, no, I, I mean I had I, I, I mean I, if I asked my 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 the twenty two year old. Chris Jackson, uh, you'll be a financial advisor when you're 35 and have your own firm. Um, I think I'll just punch that person's face. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it was a wild, wild ride. Uh, again, most of it, most of it is, and there's some carryover in terms of you know, through the arts, you, especially through the actual field, uh, you learn to be a good listener, uh, which is uh, very important when being clients. You learn to be in the moment. Uh, and, and you're also really good at uh, uh, have three, four conversations so we don't know, uh, much like you would in an audition or, or whatnot. So I mean, that was very helpful. And when you when you meet someone who's going through a, a emotional time, emotional transition, a divorce, or a death, inheritance, uh, and having someone who's there that can that is there who's listening, who's not there pitching or selling, but is in the moment, uh, allow them to flesh out some of the complications of these transitions in their head. Um, I think I go back. I look at my actual days in terms of. Uh, developing those skill sets. Uh, we always talk about how you want to look maybe for the time, talk twenties at the time. And sometimes when I see young advisors in my field, they're talking age at the time. Then I do need on listening. I'll take up cues from the clients in front of them in terms of discomfort about a certain topic or want to know more about the topic or, or they're not even understanding things you're saying. If it's the fact that they're not interpreting um, or enjoying the level of the conversation because you are too busy talking uh, using uh, the best uh, industry wars and acronyms that they don't understand and now become another So the theater has been actually a great tool for myself in the improv side uh, of improving my listening skills and using less that to engage during the conversation that makes sense uh, at the level of pace that makes sense for the client process as well. Now you're at Churchill and you're developing these skills that you're talking about. When did you get to the point where you you sat down and you said, you know, I could do this with my own partners and branch out into my own firm and, and give people the, the type of service that, that I think they should have. Uh, how did that come about? Yeah, I mean, when I first started at, at Churchill, uh, and they made a great, I had a great mentor there, Don Rickner and Terrell Williams, uh, that uh, instilled in me confidence and a level of freedom. I mean, when they put me in, they put me into the fire. I mean, I remember not being at church for too long, and I'm already taking incoming calls from clients who are superior than I am academically, professionally, uh, financially, uh, and they come in already at 100 on the health level in terms of uh, their disappointment and some level of uh, service or performance, uh, and as my job uh, to be the backstop um, and to handle that conversation. Um, and it was definitely thrown to the fire, and there was a lot of growing pains, a lot of frustration, a lot of times where I felt like I was inadequate to be in this position or to be in this profession. Um, but going through those growing 
campaign to go to the tutory uh, mentorship and then branching out and, being, and going to uh, New York uh, for some time to work out there in, in that sales department. Um, those kind of gave me uh, the confidence where I said, you know what, I can do this on my own. I can, uh, I understand the industry in a, in, a, in a way where I know that I can deliver a different customized uh, format when I have planning for my client. Uh, and a more flexible uh, fee Traditionally, it works in a way where a client has X amount of dollars, and if X amount of dollars is at a certain threshold, let's say half a million dollars, then there is a slow investment advice that they can work with. But what if, on the other hand, you uh, are a doctor right out of school, from med school, and you have you know $300,000 in debt, a uh, substantial future uh, human capital in terms of your, your salary and income going forward, but you don't, have, you don't have a large sum of money initially. Those type of clients are people who can actually afford to pay for the advice on the assets currently have been kind of shut out of having access to a financial advisor. Uh, and what I, what I like to do to mind share is say, hey, if there is a way that I can help you that's not predicated on the fact that you have X amount of dollars, um, whether it is a retainer subscription model on a monthly basis or a flat fee, uh, I want to be able to help you. I want to be able to find some solutions for you. Uh, and that's something that I've learned uh, at, at Churchill is, is trying to find solutions uh, that, that, that best suit for clients that are sometimes not traditional. Okay, now you are a certified financial planner. I should mention that. Uh, the firm that you've put together is, from what I understand, more of a fiduciary situation. Your, your first goal is to try and help the client achieve whatever their particular goals might be. Is that right? That's great. That's a great, that's a great uh, segue and, and clarification. Yeah, so I'm a certified financial advisor. I'm an IRS enrolled agent. I have an MBA in financial planning. So, you know, my, my, my passion is in, is in providing advice to my clients. Um, you know what fiduciary is. Uh, with this, with this, when you walk into the room, are they cutting you off? Or are they trying to sell a product as a solution more so than trying to provide advice? Um, and that product could be, are, you, are they trying to sell you to some uh, some life insurance contract, some, some annuity, some cost annuity, uh, some mutual funds that have some embedded fees that you're unaware of? Or they're trying to sit down and say, here is the guy that you should probably follow. You can from A to B, if I'm hearing you right, and if I'm clarifying the goals and objectives that we talked about today, here's what's best recommended. Here's why I can work with you. Do you want to work with me? Um, and I do not get that. My part is that sell mutual uh, funds or products we sell advice. Sounds like the kind of thing we're, we're, that a lot of people would be interested in in listening with. I guess I was going to say listening to, and I, I I get the feeling it's more of of a back and forth. You listen to them, they listen to you, and then both of you come up with an idea that works. I think yes. Yeah, I mean, and, and for me, for me to, to, to find a solution for you or to find a, a game plan, action plan, I gotta sit down and listen to a lot of good things. Uh, it's
those lost pauses, those emotional moments, those crying, um, because they're, they're yet to sit down and have these deep uh, conversations, which are so important when you're trying to have a scalable plan for the client. That, that goes multiple decades to the ages and stages of their life and their career. Uh, and sometimes a lot of clients, a lot of financial advisors don't care for this. It's not transactional. It's not fast enough. You can't get as many clients in when you're doing two to, two to four hour meetings for clients. Um, but for me, this is what I like. It's personal. Again, it goes back to my theater days of intergate, it's personal uh, communication uh, and just being a good listener uh, and trying to find a good solution. For those who are interested in maybe talking with you a bit further about this as we manage to run out of time on, on anything that I that I really would enjoy talking about, <laughs> uh, tell the listening audience how they'd get in touch with you and some of the things that you might go over with them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, my website is lineshareartners.org, L-I-O-N-S-H-A-R-T-E-A-R-T-E-R-F.org. Uh, you can reach me at uh, 323 That's 323-219-0633. Uh, and we'll Okay. Uh, what, one of the things I want to ask now, we, we've only got about 30 seconds left on this, but uh, you got into this in, in an unorthodox manner in that, I, I mean, you didn't originally plan to get into it. Uh, tell me about uh, one of the first things you began to enjoy about opening your own firm, and then for those people who are thinking about opening their own firms, what's the worst thing about opening your own firm? Well, the best thing about opening my own firm is they will tell my own story. And we didn't get a chance to go into this in our, in our interview, but you know, I was, I'm, I'm an orphan. I was a group in the foster home care, foster care uh, program. I was emancipated when I got to UCLA. I was able to reinvent myself. And now through my through my own firm, I'm able to talk to other kids in the Boston um, environment and let them know that there is a, a half of them. There is uh, uh, there is the light in the tunnel for those who want to work hard for it. Um, and that's part, part of the Heroes of Zero Foundation that I'm launching. Uh, in terms of the worst thing is that uh, you got to have time management. You gotta be, there's a lot of time to spend by yourself. There is no uh, several co-workers. There's no wet cool conversation. Uh, you're in your head a lot, so sometimes you, uh, when things don't go right or you get a couple of prospects, uh, you kind of beat yourself up. Um, so some of those things, make sure you have some type of uh, person, whether it's a loved one or friends, that really kind of bring the positive back into your life. This is a very tough business. All right. Well, I do thank you, Chris Jackson of Lion's Share Partners, for being with us on City Watch. And for those of you who are interested, you can always get in touch with Chris at the uh, information he just gave you. Give us uh, a jingle at uh, our uh, website at citywatch-group at sbcglobal.net. Chris, thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you next time, huh? Thank you.